enjoy every day don't look to enjoy it later on in life because it might be too late that's my biggest driver i'm not wasting a single second welcome to the power hour the weekly podcast that will motivate you to pursue your passion and to achieve success i'm adrienne herbert international speaker fitness coach adidas global ambassador and entrepreneur each week i'll be talking to today's leading coaches creatives change makers and innovators to find out their daily habits, morning routines, and rules to live by. The Power Hour is all about taking just one hour each day to help you improve your life and unlock your full potential. Whether you want to build a business, write a book, run a marathon, or maybe you're just looking for a spark of inspiration, the Power Hour is going to help you get there faster. Hi, welcome back to the Power Hour podcast. My guest today is someone that has been on his own transformational journey and is now dedicated to helping others take better care of both their minds and their bodies. He is an ex-competitive rugby player turned yogi who now spends his time teaching movement and meditation to people around the world. He shares his message on social media and if you scroll through his Instagram feed, you'll see him surfing in Bali, hiking in Wales, skateboarding through the streets of London and flowing on his yoga mat at 6am. I can't wait for you all to hear his philosophy. Everything that he does and says comes from the heart. Welcome to the show, Richie Norton. You're Richie. <laughs> That's the best intro I've had ever. Yes. Since I was born. As you can tell, mega happy to have you on the show. I've got so many things that I want to talk to you about today, um, mm -hmm. especially your morning routine, because guys, Richie's morning routine is pretty epic. Um, but first, for anyone listening who doesn't know who you are and what you do, can you start off by giving us the background and talking me through your own transformational journey? This is a really big answer. You have to make sure I cut it up into small little chunks. Go for it. Um, so yeah, Richie Norton. Who is Richie Norton? So first things first, morning ritual. That was special this morning, so I'm looking forward to sharing that other element to yeah. the morning practice. Um, so yeah, I used to play rugby. Um, I definitely don't play rugby anymore because it definitely broke my body once and I won't let it break it again. Um, so yeah, my, my whole journey started when I was really young. I played, played rugby when I was about five years old for the first time when I lived in the Middle East. A lot of people don't know that side of me, but I was born in Yorkshire. I'm a Yorkshireman, very proud Yorkshireman. Yeah. But before I was born, my dad and my mom took me to the Middle East. My dad used to work offshore on oil rigs and uh, lived out in the desert by the ocean, which I think kind of set the the tone for the life I live now because they they explored, they you know they went on adventures and they showed me the world really early on, and I'm really grateful for that because I think that's something that a lot of kids miss out on, unfortunately, and. Um, I know it's been the key to me finding my way and to uh, be that spiritual gypsy that I've now become. <laughs> but um, the the rugby started when I was five years old because it's kind of how you kept kids busy. You, you, you did stuff that wore them out. So they put me on the on the sand and make me crawl around until I eventually passed out in the sand and then put me in the ocean and made me swim until I couldn't swim anymore. And rugby became just kind of part of what I was surrounded by my Dad was a rugby player. And um, when I was seven years old, I came back to the UK, uh, moved to Cheshire. Hence the, the little Mancunian accent that sneaks in every now and then. Very northern. <laughs> I love it. I like to be loyal to my roots. Um, 
And rugby just really became a guiding light for me because I didn't really get on with school very well. I had what I felt was distractions, you know, reading and um, sitting still and ADHD, a form of dyslexia as well, kind of not being identified, sport, activity, action. And because I moved around so much as a kid, it left me really fidgety in, in every scenario where I was made to sit still and read this book and watch this and write that. So I was very creative. I loved to draw because my art teacher used to let me just sit there and with a lot of crayons and, and draw whatever I wanted. And then when I had that time out, I was out playing in the parks, playing in the fields. I worked on a farm when I was a kid as well. And basically the short version is, it's already become a long version, um, rugby became my, my education as well. It ta taught me how to work in a team, taught me how to communicate, taught me how to have some discipline but it was also a massive stress release. And later on down the line, from all this rugby wear and tear, I stopped being able to play and I stopped being able to have this space to run riot, de-stress, unravel, unwind. And so, so you got injured? I got injured a few times, right. yeah. And uh, this was even by the time I was 16 years old, I had sciatica where frayed nerves down my spine. I know this is something a lot of people suffer with because I hadn't been sitting properly at the desk, slouching over my laptop. I actually didn't have laptops back then, but over my desk, over my computer, um, not mobilizing, not stretching. This wasn't even on my radar and I was supposed to be an athlete. My diet was all over the place. Um, I wasn't doing, doing the exercises that were gonna keep me in good working order. So I make this very relatable when I teach my clients now and where I'm talking to people. If you don't put in the time outside of the actual physical wear and tear, the training side of things or the physical physical action of the sport, eventually your body's gonna to start to break down. It's gonna give up on you and it's gonna shut you down. And I never had any of that. So it took me on a, on a long journey to trying to rebuild my body. I didn't accept what the doctors and the so-called specialists were showing me. And I decided to look into rehabilitation and mobilization of the joints and breath work, meditation, movement, and nutrition. And uh, that's a whole new podcast in itself on that space. Yeah, but, so uh, but even back then you, you took that on yourself to say, right, I wanna learn more about my own body and why is this happening? How am mm -hmm. I, how can I fix it, I guess? Mm -hmm. And you took that on yourself. Well, you, you kind of get these lessons and these warning signs. And a lot of us tend to either put up with the stress or chronically accept that that's the normal or we just don't know how to fix it. So we just go keep going and putting up with the pain and the suffering. And that can be physical and that can be mental as we've now seen. And not having these tools when I was younger took me down a path where I just got frustrated, very angry, very annoyed and blamed a lot of people, became a very angry person, frustrated, not having this way to have this outlet. That became then stress emotionally, physically, wore me down to the point where you know I was in this deep depression that I didn't even have a label for and it just caused all sorts of problems in every aspect of my life and I know this is something that's we're, we're talking about a lot more um, in the wellness space and rugby was that chance for me to let loose and manage all of that and when that was taken away from me due to injury I had no way to turn so I, I got myself in all sorts of messes and um coming out the other side of that has now become my gift to be able to help others through the dark times that come from finding yourself in these these lonely places mm. and um, managing the, the different things that happen to people as they go through life and not knowing how to get out the other side, giving them the tools to get there. 
Wow. So um, I'm not even sure what question you asked me now, but <laughs> just it's just to set the tone. Tell us about your journey, yeah. It's, you know, I'm now a coach that teaches life skills that I've learned in real life and been through loads of highs through my sports and my activities and work side of things. But it's the darkness that came with being depressed and really unhappy and really lost and confused, not knowing how to manage life after not having this career in rugby that I thought I was going to have. Mm. And um, now being able to sort of share the tools that you can apply to your own life, no matter who you are, no mm. matter what you're managing, yeah. in little daily rituals that now allow, manage, sorry, allow you to manage whatever life throws at you, mm. wherever you are, yeah, whatever I'm, age. I'm sure a lot of people listening can relate. And, you know, everyone, as you say, in life has highs and lows, ups and downs, you know, dark times for whatever reason. I don't believe there's anybody on this planet, unfortunately, who is exempt, you know, mm -hmm. whether that's, um, you know, a career change, like you said, not having to, you know, when you have an idea for yourself and it doesn't go that way. Or maybe mm -hmm. for some people, it might be later on in life. Maybe it's grief when it's, you know, mm -hmm. some people, the first time they lose a parent or, you know, things that come up. And as you said, if you don't have an outlet for these different emotions and, and tools and ways to cope physically and mentally, mm -hmm. then what are we supposed to do? You know, mm -hmm. like I'm Christian, I pray, I have, you know, I've got different ways and also I'm, you know, move and movement for me as well is very important, especially outside with my running. But I do think a lot of people who don't have these, any skills or tools and things available to them, if it's never been presented to them, mm -hmm. they kind of just think, well, you're on your own. You just got to kind of figure it out. Um, mm. And I know that now you have a mixture of both male and female clients, but I feel like in the wellness space, it's still focused more on women, especially when it comes to movement, meditation, and also mental health as well. Mm. So do you think that men feel more comfortable doing yoga flows with you and meditation with you because of the way you look because for anyone listening who doesn't know what Richie looks like he is tattooed he is very muscly he's very you know uh, masculine I would say in a you know in a conventional I don't know you know gen with, approachable with, way yeah yeah I know now we're in this gender neutral masculine feminine but do you know what I mean do you think that men are drawn to flowing with you for that reason and how do you think we can get more men flowing and more men taking care of both their physical and their mental health well this is actually now we've got these analytics and all these stats that show what we're what we're doing in the social media world um my balance is actually really even it's a 50 50 thing which is amazing mm. you know obviously it's great to have female clients that feel they can train with a guy and feel like they're in safe hands but my biggest drive and my ambition was to get guys moving better and more openly communicating that it's not always about being macho and bringing down those barriers being vulnerable and knowing that it's okay to be in that place because you can't be strong and masculine and like you're not bulletproof you know we're human beings we have feelings we have emotions but this history of like rugby players especially you know mm. you play rugby you're tough you know you drink beer after the game and you don't share your feelings you definitely don't do yoga or meditation that's mm. for that's for wimps you know and also like man up and you know just be a bit more manly about it toughen up and all of that all of that language you're describing there is so damaging it's so yeah. toxic and i think yeah. you know recently i've heard people kind of talking about that and saying you know we've got to stop this toxic masculinity we've got mm -hmm. to stop telling boys as you said they've got to behave this way or they can't express emotion or you know these labels and these stereotypes mm -hmm. so you know maybe that is changing and i do have you know as you know a seven-year-old son and mm -hmm. you know this, this is powerful stuff so Sorry, just to jump in there, but I think, you know, do you think that is changing or do you think that 
still exists no definitely it's changing and it's really exciting and i'm really like privileged to be in a space where i have this influence over guys that are coming to me and, and messaging me saying how they've been able to feel more comfortable sharing their feelings with their partner and having a better relationship with their kids and in the workspace there's you know an, an equal ground now where people feel they can let their guard down and, and be a little bit more emotional about how they're feeling so the energy is being you know able to flow and um it's actually growing more and more actually the interest and the guys that you, the least guys you expect like you just described me people message me and they're covered in tattoos and they're big butch you know bodybuilders mm. you know have this persona have this image they've got to mm. keep up and now feeling like it's so nice and refreshing to feel like it's normal to not feel good every day mm. and that's just part of life it's just how do you manage it and how do you make the next step and how do you move on to the next day mm. when you have a bit of a bad run or something's not quite right or you've got an issue that you don't know how to communicate and how to uh, explain to someone that you've got close to you and uh, that communication is definitely improving great well that is good yeah it's incredibly important you know i read a stat this week saying that amongst men in the uk suicide is the highest um mm -hmm. killer of all men above above cancer above diabetes mm -hmm. above that is crazy that like you can't mm -hmm. that statistic just blew my mind yeah. and so i do think it's incredibly important that this narrative does change for men mm -hmm. um and that we have people like you yeah showing that you can do meditation you can talk about your emotion you can do and it's not to say that I guess it's different for everybody what they what, what they need to get out of it, but just being open to the idea, I guess. Mm -hmm. So mental health is a huge subject for me. It's great that there's a lot more campaigning and a lot more awareness that we have these awareness days, which is great, but it's something that people are dealing with on a daily basis. You know, you know I call them battles. Mm. You know, you've got to hustle every day and we're getting busier and we've got more pressure for work, for relationships and time is just ticking away every day. And there are a lot of people out there suffering that, either don't know that they are suffering or have got no idea how to get through the cloud that is hanging over the top of them because they're worried about how they're going to be seen and being conscious so this whole movement for guys to feel that they can communicate these things and know you just got to share it a little bit more and, and um, let you know what's going on inside of you out you know have these conversations just start a conversation mm. and know that it's safe you're not going to be judged is amazing but it needs to be something that we you know we keep working at because mm. the stats don't lie yeah you know it's worse than it's ever been even though we've got more awareness think about what's going on that we don't know mm. and yeah. all of a sudden now i find myself in this space where i'm like i've got this influence to be able to let guys know that it's okay and girls to um not feel great every day yeah and it's what everyone's dealing with but how what's going to work for you to make sure you keep on top of this mm. so you can get through and battle through to the next day yeah. And make sure you're working at the best possible capacity and, you you know, you're filling yourself with love, you're surrounding yourself with love and um, you're topping up that vibe that we all need, you know, from time to time. They just and, need to spend more time with you, Richie. Well, yeah, if only I could get everybody in one big room <laughs> and just have hugs. one big party. You yeah, love hugs, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I love he hugs. He loves a hug. Yeah, um, I always say that if people see me in the street, just come and give me a hug. Don't even ask. Just, just come in hug. and I'll just welcome it. Do you remember like, the first time we met? And I feel like we hugged. And I said to you, I was like embracing an old friend. And it was mm -hmm. the first time we met. But I felt like, yeah. There's nothing worse than a fake hug. 
Oh, a fake hug, yeah. You know, a shoulder that. charge, you know, or just like a little a little top of tap of the shoulders and it's like oh, it's even more awkward. <laughs> Give me a real yeah. hug. Give me a real hug. <laughs> so over the last few years, well, I mean we're both, you know, based in London a lot of the time and I think the wellness space has exploded, which is great because it means that more people are getting active and looking for ways to move and live better in healthier lives, which is of course great. But I do think it's also for some people quite overwhelming it's very confusing there's so much information now telling us to do this and do it this way or do more and do more and do more but I have read um, and I know a lot about your kind of philosophy and the things that you believe support our whole lives so can you talk to me about each of the elements um, within your philosophy and why each one is important Um, so yeah philosophy keeps growing and evolving and getting switched up but I think if you're going to give it a backbone you know, I always thought about having these pillars and there was this whole idea of having different pillars that represent different parts of our lives. But I think everyone's a little bit different and we've all got slightly different paths. Or we all have a different path, but some of us ignore them and, you know, physically and mentally are what's driving us, what's fueling us, where are we going with life. We all need a kind of little bit of direction, otherwise we're just floating through the universe with no real life purpose. You know, I always think, and I really do believe that we've all got this superpower you know, no matter who we are, even if we don't, you know, we're not a superhero, you know, or we're not in this really fantastic job where we influence lots of people, you've still got this ability to affect people that you come into contact with. And that can either be in a negative way or it can be a positive way. And one, you know, I definitely know positive feels a lot better, but it's very easy to focus on negatives, usually a little bit easier than it is to focus on positives, which is a shame. Hmm. So you know, this philosophy of like waking up every day and having a reason to wake up. One, especially this time of year, we're filming this now in the winter mm. when it's dark at six o'clock in the morning, it's cold, we're in yeah. London. And the amount of people that message me on, on the daily saying, I can't get out of bed. Same. I really struggle and my motivation's gone. Yep. And they might be the most motivated people ever, but they're still like, this bed is so cozy. Yep. I don't want to get out of bed right now. I hear you, I get the um, same. So I've woken up at 4.30 this morning AM. I've driven up from Wales, you know, in the countryside, you know, it's amazing. Coming to London, I've got a hustle, I've got a big schedule, I've got a lot going on. But also, I like a cosy bed. I like to lie in. I'm, you know, I really value sleep. But having a reason to get up every morning, having this like philosophy where, you know what, I'm here for a reason. You might not know it yet, but you definitely don't want to waste a day just trying to mull over what to do with your day. Mm. And why, t- why do you get up? Is it to get your family ready? Is it to go and go to a job that you hate? Is it to go to a job you love? We all have these choices. And if we start the first part of the day, just to start this philosophy off, waking up with a ritual that reminds you why you're even climbing out of bed to get up, get out the door and attack your day. What is that? I love that. And we all need to figure this out. Was, you know, I didn't figure it out maybe this year. More than ever, I've yeah. always un, un, you know, known underneath that I've had this urge to go and achieve lots of amazing things and that's driven me to help people. What a gift. But that was never the case. When I was younger, I was really lost. Mm. I was thinking I need to go and make money because you know I've got to survive and then I've got to be successful in business to be able to retire and do all these amazing things. And I wasn't actually happy in my job. So mm. it was very easy for me to go, do you know what? I really don't want to wake up because I don't like my job. Yeah. Well, so many people, I think, do that. They go, 
through the motions and you know you go to school and you get told at school you've got to learn because you've got to go to get mm-hmm. a job as you said and then you get your job and for a lot of people if they work for somebody else they don't have any ownership over their work because it is literally to serve somebody else to get a paycheck mm-hmm. you get the paycheck you people you know they live for the weekend so that's when they're on their own time and then it's back on a monday and and you know they live for maybe the holiday or, or the the nights out or and i, I think what you're saying there is so true for so many people because that's essentially what we're told that's what society school every that's what we're told we're supposed to do and supposed to want to do so i think when people do it and then they feel unfulfilled it's like well hang on i'm doing the things i was supposed to do you know like mm. i've maybe got married i've maybe got a family i've i go to work and as you said if you don't have that reason that's your reason like as you said about getting up in the morning and being like why am i getting out of bed today is it because my alarm's going off and you you said i'm going to sit behind the desk doing that job for that paycheck because it's so i think that that is unfulfilling for so many people but perhaps they just don't see any other options available any other way out of it you know yeah so I always try and envision everyone sort of listening to this, for example. I know everyone's different. Mm-hmm. We've all got these different lives. We might have kids that are very demanding of our time, a partner. It might be someone we're caring for. It might be a job that you got into years ago and now you feel like you can't get out and it's too late, you're too old or whatever. Or maybe you're young and you haven't got a clue. That's still okay. But I think a lot of time there's always options that I think we either defeat ourselves too early because we don't have the confidence that this change that we're about to make is going to be even better and worth all the effort that goes into that decision to go and make that little bit more effort, to get up a little bit earlier, to go to bed a little bit earlier so you can get up earlier so you still get that value of sleep. And I think if you look at the point where no matter what your job is, no matter what your life purpose is, you need a healthy body. Whether you're driven by money and a career and this amazing wealth or whether you're in a job that is over a desk and you're sat hunched over this desk all day, your body's slowly starting to break down. We know that's not healthy, but we still do it. Can you make more effort to take care of your health so you can function at the capacity you want to function at to be more productive, to be more focused? And I find we're just pushing, pushing, pushing a lot of the time because we want to achieve and we're all driven and we're all motivated, but you're, you're neglecting the, the simple fact that your physical and mental health is more important than anything. And if you know, you're driven by the fact that you want to be successful mm. and you want this big high-flying career, if you keep burning the candle and get no sleep and you don't go train or you don't move, you don't exercise, you don't health, you know, eat healthy food, you're not nourishing your body, so eventually it's going to shut you down. Mm. And then all that hard work that you put in up until that point is a bit of a waste. So it's about how you find these little hacks and creating these little tools and rituals that are realistic for you right now mm. and then start to build on them. And eventually productivity and the outcome will only lead to a more positive output. Mm. It's just what is that to you? And I think you know part of the reason I do all this coaching now, it's these skills that I share are the little tools and experiments that allow you to figure out what is working for you, but start small. Mm. You know, going back to philosophy, your health, your well-being, moving through life, free from pain, being able to pick up your grandkids, grow, grow old gracefully, be proactive, be active, be adventurous, get outside more, enjoy nature, enjoy every day, don't look to enjoy it later on in life because it might be too late. That's my biggest driver. I'm not wasting a single second. I'm definitely not going to waste it worrying about things that are out of my control. 
I'm definitely not going to give my energy to people that don't value it or want to just suck it out of me. You know, you've got to focus on you and prioritize your health and then you've got more powers to help others. Mm. I love what you just said then, especially about the concept I'm obsessed with this, with time and doing it today. And as you said, you, you so many people talk about in the future, when this, when that, you know, when I'm older, when my kids are older, when I've lost weight, when I've got money, whatever. They put things to the future and we work, 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 work to get it. Mm. And if we're lucky enough, perhaps we will. But as you said, you might not, you might not get to that day. You know, we don't ever know what's the future will hold and how long we've got and all the rest of it. But I think it's really sad to watch actually when people just put off their their own happiness, their own dreams, their own aspirations, their own lives to just for one day. When mm. is one day, you know, yeah. when is one day? And I think, mm. yeah, I hope that people are really hearing what you're saying there about it doesn't have to be everything straight away maybe that's unrealistic for some people but yeah like you said the small steps like the small steps so what are what are some of those things what are some of those small steps whether it's um let's break it down something about movement um and exercise and something about food i guess yeah. that we could we could do to live better so again painting this picture because again i will go off on tangents a little bit mm -hmm. so i do get very excited with this because it's a huge subject but it's like mm if I want people to take something away from these podcasts and whenever I teach anything, it's what is the first step you can make to give you some positive feedback, to feel like you've achieved something that day that has taken you one step further towards getting to that life you really want, okay? And one is obviously understanding why you're here. Why, do you, why are you on this planet? You know, why are you living every day? What are you doing it for? Have a little think about that. What's your purpose here? What would you like to achieve every day? But then what makes you happy? What are the little things in your life that you've figured out now that really fill you with joy, give you this massive high, you know, make you feel fulfilled? And what is that? Is it reading? Is it writing? Is it drawing? Is it walking? Is it some sort of exercise? Is it performing? You know, it can be all sorts of different things. I've used a lot of creative options there, mm. but that would be my choices do more of that so you fill up and top up the batteries top up the vibe inside of you that makes you feel good brings that happiness in brings that joy and that fulfillment that you can then channel into other things that might be a little bit more challenging when it comes to movement we all need to move well you know we are becoming more and more lethargic because the convenience of everything being there we're not having to work so hard to achieve these things yep. this is a huge problem i teach movement which sounds really ridiculous to some people, but some people have forgotten how to move to function as human beings. We're becoming like hunchbacks. We're all becoming these like hunched over, deformed human beings because we're over our laptops and our phones and our we're sitting down, we wake up off our bed, we sit at our breakfast table, we get to work, we sit at our desk or our laptops, we get home, we sit at that dinner table and then we go to bed again, you know, your body breaks down the, le the less you move it. So mobility, using your joints to have a healthy body as you get older so you don't have to deal with all this suffering that we've seen happen through our grandparents. Mm. So rituals like breathing exercises, movement, mobility, a little yoga class, a few stretches in the morning. If you can only manage five minutes, that's five minutes. That's a win. Mm. That's better than nothing. Because five minutes every day in a whole seven Adds days. Adds up. That's a lot. Yeah, and then the more you love it and the more you see it change you physically and lift your vibe before you start your day, you're going to do it more. That becomes your tool that works for you. Drink more water. Simple thing. We all need to drink water. Are you drinking enough? 
actually know. That's okay. your quote. I feel like that's Richie's uh, <laughs> daily. I feel like I need to get you a t-shirt or a hat that just says, have you drunk enough water today? Yeah, well, yeah it's, it's, it's so good though. Crazy. It's so true. Uh, that's one of the biggest things that had a huge impact on any client I start to work with mm. is like, how much water are you drinking? Uh, I don't really know. You don't even clock how much water you're drinking. To function at the, the level that you do, you need fluids. Yeah. You need to hydrate. So just make sure you drink two, three liters a day. Watch how that changes your whole life. That's how big it can be. And then, okay, you know, are you walking to work? Can you walk up, up the escalators? Can you walk up the stairs rather than take the lift? Can you walk home from work? Can you get a bike to work? What are your options that you're missing out on because you feel you haven't got enough time to go to the gym? There are so many other things you could be doing that will lift your vibe, that will help improve your physical health, that will improve your circulation, that will help improve your joints, help keep your brain stimulated rather than having 18 coffees. And then what are you putting in your body? Are you filling your body full of junk food that is processed, that is f no nutrients in it whatsoever? And how are you feeling after eating that? How do you look in the mirror? What's your skin like? These are the, these are the lowest hanging fruits that we have that have a huge impact on your whole health. And so many people are neglecting it till it's too late. And, you know, without going into too much detail, you know, plant-based diets, which is a huge topic, you know, being vegan and all the benefits, it's always been there. Mm. And whether you decide to go down that path in, in, a, in a deep way, you know, just be aware, let it bring awareness to what you're putting in your body. Mm. Whole foods, nutrient dense foods. I'm plant-based, let's call it, because I know it makes me feel so good physically again and mentally and shows, glows through my skin. I sleep better. I'm in the best shape I've ever been in. I've got more energy than ever. But figure out what's right for you. But just as a good starting point, how many whole foods and vegetables are you eating? And let's say that's just generalizing what I would prescribe anybody I was coaching. And most of them just make a few little changes and it has a dramatic impact. And that's a really good place to start. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. But okay, I want to talk about your morning routine because mm -hmm. this is the Power Hour show. And wow, I know your your morning routine is epic. So can you talk us through what time do you get up in the morning? Say, say most mornings, this is when you're in Wales. And what do you do when you wake up? So I, I'm definitely going to be honest from the start yeah. that it doesn't always work out as the best ritual and the best morning routine. I travel. I um, I work in different time zones. I sometimes have a morning client and or want to go for a surf, or I want to go ride my bike, or I've got training and life happens. But if you can work at a ritual and a morning routine, for those of you that don't have any routines, start with something that you find works and is realistic and you enjoy and then build from that point. So this is what I've now found for myself. So on a great day, well, today, 4.30 in the morning, I just woke up, but yeah. I did go to sleep at like 8.30 last night. I was so tired. Okay. 
So if I'm getting my sleep, I'm up. So I'm naturally recharged. My body is topped up. I've repaired my body. I've had that downtime and I'm going to jump out of bed and I'm ready for the day. A lot easier, but that is a luxury for a lot of people. Um, so I'll wake up, um, usually before my alarm, if I'm ready to go. I will drink some water. Back to that water thing again. If you imagine I look at it, you know, with this vessel, this living organism that for, let's say, hopefully eight hours a night, we're getting this sleep. We're not drinking, we're not eating. We're dehydrating our body as it starts to repair itself. It's using energy. So first thing we need to do is I feel like, you know, I want to nourish my body. I want to hydrate my system, my organs, especially my brain, rather than just reach for a stimulant because I need to feel like I wake up. And then it's that shock to the system. And then I'll make, I'll put, I'll put the kettle on and um, I'll make a tea. And this is a, a concoction that is not new to a lot of people. For me, it's quite a new thing. I didn't drink coffee or tea till I was like 25 years old. So okay. it was quite a new thing for me. That's even a Yorkshireman not drinking tea. So I boil the kettle and I chop up some ginger. I, cr I crush some ginger. So about a thumbnail of ginger, I crush it nice and fresh. I put that in a, in a mug and I top it up and then I let, let it cool down, let it stew a little bit. Because I think that from what I understand, if you put a fresh lemon, which is the next bit, a good half squeeze of a good lemon in there, you get a lot more benefits from the concoction. And a little bit of apple cider vinegar, maybe a little bit of honey if that's your thing, if you need a sweetener. I personally don't. <laughs> I do. Uh, I've, I've had your tea. I've had your Richie <laughs> special brew when we were on the island. Yeah. yeah. So, and then sometimes if you've got it handy, you know, I've gone into this fresh turmeric and crushed that down, but that can get really messy. Right. But again, the jury's out, you know, what benefits it has mm. on you physically. I've not done the research myself. I just know it It feels good to me and it's nice and gentle for me. Right. And it also feels like it's sort of starting my internal engine. So I feel like it's really naturally nourishing my insides. So you get this little high, you get this little lift of energy, you got the, you're warming up your core. That ginger. Yeah, yeah so that, it's like a little like a fire. fire inside, you know. <laughs> and then it you know, usually helps with the morning routine. And then I'll sit down, I might light my, an incense stick somewhere in my house, so I've got a bit of a smell, I might do light a candle. Because it's all about creating this ritual that puts you in that mindset that gives you this morning routine that gets you fired up because you know it's always going to lead to a positive outcome. You never regret any effort you put in. Always feels better. Mm. Even if you just push through a minute, that becomes two minutes, then becomes longer. And meditation, big area for me. I'm still trying to meditate and efficiently get in a consistent time every day. It's not realistic for me to get that consistent because life happens. Mm. But I always put aside 10 minutes in the morning. It's good to sort of set your headspace, your body in the right state. Make sure you're not going into your day hectic, jacked up, fired up too much to the point where you're scatty because that's kind of sets your vibe for the rest of the day. So something we didn't really discuss there, phones. I don't open my phone. I don't turn my phone on. It's on airplane mode. If I can avoid it, it's not even in my room mm. because I know how this really helps me get a better sleep. Yeah. But also, I know all these people that are waking up in the morning, their ritual is like, phone on, their alarm's gone off on their phone, it's pinged through the night, all these notifications, and then they've gone and flipped through social media emails, their brain's on, they're fired up, stimulated, overstimulated, hormones all over the place. Mm. 
you're setting the vibe, the frequency for your day. And a lot of the time it's people just looking at social media and getting so caught up in other people's lives, mm. you neglect your own state. Yeah, and then you're reactive straight away, as you said. Exactly. You know, it's like all these things, all these notifications that we get, they're all kind of little, in terms of our emotion, and as you said, like uh, our, our hormones, they're all sending us different messages, different mm. energies, different things like taking, taking, taking from us mm. before you've even had a chance to have one thought of your own or mm. one kind of minute if you're doing that first thing. So no, I think that's really great that you've talked about that. And so you don't have your phone in the room or it's on it's on airplane mode whilst you make your tea and do your meditation. So I feel you've got to check in with yourself. Yeah. You've got to make sure you're the most important part of the day. If you're in a really great mood and you've set that, that vibe, as I say, in the morning, you're in a much better place to manage all the stuff the world's going to throw at you for the rest of the day. If you wake up and you're hectic, you're stressed, you're stimulated by something that's got you down, that vibe is just going to escalate. Mm. So get yourself in the best possible place. Sit there, be still, put on a nice podcast that motivates you. Watch a YouTube video that gets you focused and on track. You know, read something that motivates you. You know, whatever your religion might be or whatever your hobby might be, fill your body with good energy. Find a ritual for a few minutes in the morning before your kids wake up so you're ready to attack the energy that your kids are going to bring. And you can absorb it in a nice, happy way rather than getting frustrated and annoyed and then setting that vibe because your energy is going to attract more of what you put out there, you know, and that can work both ways. So my breath practice, sometimes I'll do breathing exercises where I'll do inhale and then I'll hold my breath and then I'll slowly release the breath, you know, box breathing. Some people know about that if they follow what I'm about. It helps bring focus, brings attention to my own breathing. So it is like a bit of a meditation. That might lead into you then getting a better meditation, whether that's a mantra, whether it's a guided meditation. If you don't meditate already, or if you don't have some sort of practice that gives you that little bit of calm when you need it, you're missing a really valuable tool that can massively affect your whole day when you really need it. Whether it's going to a meeting, whether it's just to stay composed because there's a lot going on and you're in a really stressed place Mm. and the energy around you is really overwhelming, this is your power. Having these little tools, having these little hacks can really help you get through a day when the world is like trying to bring you right down, which is happening more and more, you know, and these are our little secret powers. So what's next? So you've movement. done movement. Okay. We've got to move our bum. We've got to get <laughs> started. The Richie Wiggle, whatever it is. People say they haven't got time to go to the gym. I haven't got time to move. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. Wake up earlier point is if you're about to sit on your bum for the rest of the day you need it more than ever if you're one of those people and unfortunately that's majority of us yeah even if we work off a laptop wherever we can be if you're about to wedge yourself into a chair and close up your hips and round your shoulders and then close up your breathing you're slowly breaking down your body's like starting to eat itself or it's starting to not use certain muscles that are going to allow you to function as a human being so when you want to go and do a training session you're not working at your full capacity and it's likely you're going to put yourself in a place of injury. Mm. Um, so movement, what does that look like to me? I flow. I wiggle around. I might just put a nice track on yeah. and I'll just lose myself in a few little stretches. Depends how I'm feeling that day. If I'm super tired but I've still got to wake up, I know moving is going to get my body and my brain active. Yeah. It's going to get me ready for the day. Even if I'm completely exhausted and mm. I'm jet lagged, and I've got loads going on. If I haven't done that five minutes of the stretch, movement, breath work, all wound up into one, it will affect the rest of my day yeah. and I'll feel lethargic. And this is again, something we can all make a bit more effort to do on a regular basis. 
I mean, you are speaking my language. Anyone who knows me and for listeners who've listened to a few episodes, I'm sure they'll know I'm here for that. Getting up early, I get up earlier than Jude, my son, you know, because you're right, you have to prioritize some of the things you need to get done when you feel good. Because I know that what a lot of mothers do is they're the bottom of the list. So it's like, got to do this for the kids, got to do that for the kids, you know, this for work, this for whoever else, give, 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 give. And then if I have time at the end of all of that, I'll do, I'll go to a spin class or... I'll go for a jog or whatever but it's the bottom of the list and that's when you've got no energy left that's mm-hmm. when you're on red when you've got one percent mm-hmm. you know and it's like that's no wonder you don't want to do it it's another thing on your to-do list whereas mm-hmm. if you do it first when you're on green 100 percent, you're ready to go I just I'm with you man it's start I start my day with moving and even if I'm not running and yeah I think movement so we've 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 got up you haven't been on your phone you have made your Richie brew you have done your meditation, mm-hmm. you've lit a candle, you've done a wiggle, and you're ready. And that's that can be 20 minutes. Yeah. All done. You know, I, I really feel that a lot of times people are making excuses because they've not felt what it feels like to make that bit of effort. Mm. No effort is ever, ever wasted. If you, you know, if you're really super busy, you've slept in, you haven't got much time, okay, before you go and sit down for the rest of the day, I will guarantee you whatever you're hoping to achieve that day will be a lot easier to manage if you've made that little bit of extra effort to get up a bit earlier, whether that's running, whether you've got time to go to the gym, great. But most people don't. So they miss the opportunity to get the best part of the day done, boxed off, then the day is your own. You've achieved something. You can feel grateful for that extra bit of effort. You're more focused, you're more positive. You then got more power to give to other people when they need it from you, especially these mums who are super time poor. You know, give a little bit of love back to yourself. You are the biggest priority. When you've topped up yourself and you've given yourself that little bit of self-care, you are much better than and much more equipped to be able to handle whatever the day throws at you in any way, shape or form. Especially that stress that people seem to be able to suffer with more and more Mm. in this chronic state. You know, moving, breathing, a little bit of a herbal tea, whatever it is that makes you feel like you're taking care of yourself a little bit more. Yeah, it doesn't have to take like you said exactly. uh, 90 minutes or two hours it which really I know doesn't. sometimes I'm sure it does for you right because I, I love know it when that it does. sometimes you're like I don't know I've, I've seen your Instagram story some days and you're like I've got up you've mm. done your yoga you've gone for a run you might have gone into the ice cold sea in Wales I saw that recently you nutter he's literally walking into the sea in a pair of tiny shorts and it's freezing and you know you'd I guess if you've got the time on those days, maybe the weekend, maybe the weekend people can have a longer, you know, morning thing. But I, I think it's great that, as you said, you can make this 20 minutes. And if you can't give yourself 20 minutes in the whole 24 hours, you know, we've got to we've got to try. So can you set as a challenge, Richie, for this week? If we've got just one hour each day to dedicate to ourselves, to our lives, to our health, to our well-being, what should we be doing more of and what should we be doing less of in that one hour? My my favourite hour that I feel gives me the biggest power, recharge, top up, um, and that feeling of getting that presence, being present and disengaged from everything else that is trying to like take my powers away is getting outside in nature and doing it without my phone. We have these gadgets that are so powerful and so great for lots of things, but we're so deeply connected a lot of the time, we're never really getting a chance to really embrace what it's like to be with ourselves. Some people find that really, really hard. So, and we don't all live in Wales like I do, where I've got nature on my doorstep, which is amazing. So if you can go and sit in a park, go for a walk in the forest, in the field, walk across the beach, it's to go out and actually be without your phone or turn your phone off 
put it on airplane mode, listen to a podcast that you're stimulated by. Maybe this podcast, I don't know. But going somewhere where you can actually switch off from everybody else trying to get hold of you and you having to be anywhere for anybody else yeah. and to really center yourself with just being with you and making sure everything's all good. Take a journal, write it down. Things that might pop into your head that you've never even given a chance to materialize. But just go and enjoy some space on your own, somewhere peaceful, somewhere quiet. Listen to some classical music, drift off, switch off, but just top up your batteries with nature. anywhere you want in somewhere that is nature to you. Great. So that's the, that's the challenge this week. I'm going to give it a go. I will let you know where I go. I've got a woods near me, actually. I'm very, very spoiled like that, similar to you, that, you know, I'm two minutes away and I can run through the woods or I can walk through the woods. Mm. So yeah, nature, I'm going to, I don't think I, I think I'm kind of all or nothing. So if I'm on holiday, for example, I want to be outside. I want to be, whereas I think at the moment, as you said, it's dark, it's cold. I think I'm probably spending a lot of my time indoors right now. So yeah. I'm going to give that so a go. So that's a good point to mention that if that's what everyone's dealing with in terms of the cold and the dark and they don't mm. have time any other part of the day, maybe it's a lunch hour. Yeah. Maybe you can just go away at lunch and not take your phone with you and go for a walk in the park, go for, do a lap around the block somewhere, but just switch off. Yeah. You know, move. If people don't like sitting still and, you know, in their own thoughts, because that can be quite scary for some people, you know, especially if you're overactive mind, you know, sometimes it's nice to go and move. But the, the idea about nature, you know, and there's now science and research that proves that it's, it has healing powers because when you're surrounded by different things that distract you and you take things in. You, you can really connect with what's going on around you rather than be distracted by everything mm. and be so tuned into your screen and your laptops. We spend so much time looking at these screens. We're, we have our own apps on all the time. So we never get a chance to switch off. And this is something I'll do before I go to bed. I'll go for a walk around the block or walk down to the beach or wherever I am without my phone. I'll go home, I'll have a bath. I'll wind down properly. I might listen to a podcast, I might read a book, but that's my bedtime ritual. Yeah. My hour is at the end of the day because I, I shut down. I don't want to be stimulated. I want to wind down so I can get a really good sleep. So yeah. that's my advice. And that way, even if it is a nice cold evening in the dark in winter, wrap up warm, put a woolly hat on, nice big scarf. You maybe take a flask of tea up to the hilltop. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's so many ways to do it. To it. it sounds nice it's like, like that. wind down. And it's a great way to do it at the end of the day when you've been really overstimulated, bring your levels down, recharge, get the best night's sleep ever and then smash the day next day. Oh, amazing. Guys, you're selling it to me, Richie. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? It sounds great. So if people are loving this episode as much as I am and they want to find out more about you, where can they find you both online and in real life? Okay, so online, um, most people can get hold of me at the moment via Instagram, which is The Strength Temple. I do have a Twitter, which is Strength Temple, and a Facebook page, The Strength Temple. Lots of interactive sites on there. You even have a cool little group called The Mindful Life, which is via the Facebook group. And they're a bunch of amazing humans trying to help each other just get through the battles that we all have. And yeah, that's pretty much probably the main focus, really. I always accept emails. It's Richie at the strengthtemple.com. And always like to hear people's stories and if I can help direct people in any way, shape or form. Coaching-wise, I do it all through Fit, and that's the new app that's just come out where we now have a free version yeah. where people can try it out, you which is super exciting. You can see both of us exciting. on the, on the yeah. Fit app. And 
I find that's just given me a lot more power to reach people in a much further afield um, scale. Mm. Should we just talk what that is? Because if anyone doesn't know, they're like, what are they talking about? The, um, it's an app called Fit, which both Richie and I um, are working with and you can do different classes on there, can't mm-hmm. you? And you download yeah. it on your phone. And as, as Richie just said, there's now a free version. So there is a subscription one, but there's also a free version. So people can dive in and try out different classes, different ways of moving. So your classes are available on there, yeah? Well, it's, this again is going back to the idea of making fitness accessible for people that don't have the time. It's the subject we've been talking about. What's the? How can we get you moving more? How can we get you more aware of your breathing? How can we start to give you tools to experiment with? And I'm so lucky to be a part of it because it has given me the ability to reach hundreds and thousands of people and to overlook their progress, to give them that access no matter how time poor that they are, which is amazing. I honestly can't sing praises of it enough Mm. because now it's easily accessible and now you've got a free version, so there's no excuse. Yeah. So yeah, if you want access to that, you can go via my Instagram and there's a little link there to try it out or just get in touch and I'll happily help. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend that might benefit from hearing Richie and from hearing his message today. Thank you so much. Don't forget to give us a rate and a review. I really appreciate your time. So thanks again for listening. Bye. Thanks. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.